0: You're listening to the Sheepspot Podcast, a show for hand spinners about making yarns we love. Hey there, darling Sheepspotters, welcome to episode 67 of the Sheepspot Podcast. I'm Sasha from SheetSpot.com, where we are laser-focused on helping you make yarns you love with beautiful fibers and top-notch instruction. So today, we're going to talk about how to figure out how much twist to put in your yarns without a lot of measuring and how to maintain that twist once you've identified it. So last week we talked about all the factors that can affect how much twist you might choose to put in your yarn. And this week we're going to talk about a super easy way to decide on your twist, check your twist, maintain your twist. So In episode 22, I talk about all the ways that you can measure your yarns. So if you're wanting to know about how to figure out your twist angle, your wraps per inch, your twists per inch, and your grist, do check that episode out. I explain all those terms in the episode and also how to find them. And there's a really, I think, useful worksheet also for episode 22, um, It's very useful to know how to do these measurements, but I got to be real with you guys. The fact is that I rarely actually perform these measurements unless I have a really good reason to. I do keep rough track of my yardage because that's, you know, if you don't know how many yards you have, uh, you're going to have trouble finding a pattern. But It is rough because I measure my yardage by counting the number of times my yarn goes around my two yard knitty knotty. And I do that before the yarn is washed, knowing that I will likely lose some yardage when uh, the yarn is washed and dried. So it really is a rough, rough estimate. And I always make sure that I've got some extra. Um, that I've got more than the pattern calls for because I know that I'm probably a little short. Um, I sometimes measure other things when I'm working on a big project that I know is going to take me a while, so that when I start up again after a break on that project, I can be sure that I'm making the same yarn. So that's what I did on the Yante and. I'm really glad I did because it's been quite a while since I worked on that project. So, um, but I promise I'm coming back to it. So, I will take lots of measurements and take lots of notes if I'm working on something that's going to take me a while or that I might abandon midway through. But um, usually I don't, frankly. So, If I need to know whether a given yarn is going to work in a pattern, I tend to do that by just swatching and evaluating the fabric. And that has the added advantage of giving me a gauge swatch as well. Um, And when I spin, I use plyback tests to find and maintain the twist that I want. So here's how I figure out my twist. First... As I noted last week, I think about what I'm spinning and what I'm likely to do with the yarn. Then I make my best guess at choosing my whirl and adjusting my take up. And then I just spin for a little bit. I yet let the yarn wind all the way onto the bobbin. And the reason I do this is that the yarn is actually continuing to acquire twist until it's completely wrapped around the bobbin. So I wanna measure yarn that has made that full journey. And then I loosen my brake band a little bit and I pull a length of yarn off the bobbin with my right hand. Then I take my left hand and I grab the yarn about halfway up the length that I've pulled out. As my left hand holds the yarn taut, I bring my right hand, which is still holding the end, back to meet the the length of yarn. So, in effect, I'm folding this piece of yarn in two. Then I hold on with my right hand, let my left hand go, and I use my left hand to smooth out the length of folded yarn as it plies back on itself. And then I just take a look. So what am I looking for? I'm looking for a twist angle of around 45 degrees, unless, as Judith McKenzie says, I have a good reason not to. And um, I got this advice from, I think, I think maybe it was one of Judith's videos, although she also talks about it in the Intentional Spinner. Um, that she usually goes for a 45-degree twist angle. And obviously, as we talked about last week, there are certainly situations like spinning for socks or spinning as singles that I don't intend to ply, where I will look for different angles of twist. But in the majority of situations, I find that 45 degrees works fine. And The great thing about 45 degrees is that most of us have a fairly intuitive sense of what that is and can eyeball it pretty well. Um, It's, you know, halfway between horizontal and vertical. Um, But if I need to check it, if I'm being super precise, I always have a twist angle gauge with me as I'm spinning. And that's a really great tool to have. If I'm not seeing that 45 degree angle, then I will change my whirl uh, if I'm using a treadle wheel rather than trying to change the way I'm spinning. That's what whirls are for. They are for letting you put in more or less, t- less twist without trying to change things that are really difficult to change and even harder to sustain over an entire project like your default treadling rhythm. So don't think I'll just treadle faster because you will treadle faster, but the second you relax or get distracted, you're going to go right back to your natural treadling speed. If you're working on an e-spinner, then you don't have to worry about changing your whirl. You can just adjust the speed at which the flyer is rotating until you're getting the twist you want. And that may take a little bit of experimentation, um, but take the time because it's worth it. So once you've got a plyback sample that you're happy with, break your yarn and tie a knot at the end of the sample to keep your twist from escaping. And then keep your plyback sample to refer to throughout that spinning project. I'm usually working on multiple projects at once. So I keep the playback sample with the fiber I'm spinning. Other people attach it to their wheel. Um, If I did that, I would have 37 samples attached to my wheel and I wouldn't know which one was for which project. So I just keep it with the fiber. And um, then as I'm spinning, I check my twist periodically. um, Just by making a fresh plyback sample and comparing it to my original one. So I will usually check several times, say in the first 10 minutes of spinning. And at that point, I know that I've got my wheels set up correctly and I'll just, and I'm kind of in the rhythm of it, so I'll just keep going from there. But every time I stop and come back. Uh, and I'm getting super aware of needing to take frequent breaks, and you should too. Um, So every time I stop and come back, I will check my fresh plyback sample against the one I have uh, stored and made when I first started to spin. So it's easy peasy. The other thing about this that's really useful is that your plyback sample will show you how much ply twist to use in order to get a balanced yarn. Of course you may not always want a balanced yarn but it's um, it's sort of a good starting point and your plyback back sample will tell you um, what the yarn will look like when the ply twist and the singles twist are balanced, which is to say they're completely canceling each other out and the fiber is going straight down your yarn. So to sum up, Don't feel that you need to measure every skein you spin within an inch of your life. Um, Take the measurements that you need when you need to make them. Uh, A plyback sample with a 45 degree twist angle is going to do you just fine in many, many situations. I would say about 65% of the yarn that I spin will have that twist angle. If you're spinning on a treadle wheel, use your whirls, not your body, to change the amount of twist in your yarn. And finally, keep your plyback sample handy throughout your spin so that you can check your twist periodically and also to help you with plying. So that is it for me this week. I posted a great exercise on Twist to the Sheepspot Community Facebook group last week. So you should definitely check that out if you haven't already. And don't forget to sign up for the One Fiber Five Ways Spin Along, which we're starting on December 2nd. We will be spinning One Fiber Five Different Ways, which is a great way to learn new techniques, improve old ones, and see exactly how different spinning methods will affect your yarns. You'll find links to both the Facebook group and the spin along in the show notes for this episode, which will be at sheepspot.com slash podcast slash episode 67. Thank you so much for listening, my friend. I will see you next week. And in the meantime, go spin something.